How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hour number two of the Get Right with Ranger KG on 105. Through the fan, Kevin Gray riding solo tonight here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers 105. Through the fan, appreciate you joining me on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the text line 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation, I'm live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Just search 105 through the fan on YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe button while you are there to check out all of our great content videos for all of our shows here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers. You can find me on Twitter at Kevin Gray Sports. If you want to give me a follow there, coming up in 20 minutes, I got your OTA report. I was at practice today taking in the Dallas Cowboys as they continue their offseason preparations for the 2023 NFL season. Meanwhile, though, it is the end of the first quarter in Denver between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets in game one of the NBA Finals. The Denver Nuggets up 29 to 20 at the end of one. Aaron Gordon, the story for the Denver Nuggets in the first quarter, 12 points on six of eight from the field, four rebounds as well. Nikola Jokic, just one field goal attempt, but did have six assists to go along with the four points that he had in the first quarter. Jimmy Butler, three of seven with seven points in the first for the Miami Heat. So the Denver Nuggets up 29 to 20 over the Miami Heat where the Denver Nuggets are already putting their imprint on game number one. I'll keep you up to date on everything happening at Ball Arena in game one of the NBA Finals. But right now, let's talk a little NBA right here. As the Dallas Mavericks has seen the calendar turn from May to June, which means we're a little bit closer to the NBA draft. What will the Dallas Mavericks do with the number 10 pick? Tim Cato of The Athletic has some trade offers that will go over here to get you thinking a little bit about maybe what the Mavericks could be looking at and what value they could get for the number 10 overall pick. We'll go over that here in just a moment. But Brian Winhurst, who is I think some two Mavs fans, the bane of their existence because they're about sick of hearing him talking about Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas, to the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, guess what, Mavericks fans? Brian Winters had some nice things to say about Kyrie Irving and him possibly coming back to the Dallas Mavericks on the Rich Eisen Show. So bear with us about a couple of minutes here. But here is Winters detailing what things could look like for Kyrie Irving and why the Mavericks could be in the driver's seat here. Take a listen. And what he, you know, 
Is he really is he really thinking of retiring? I know I've asked you a whole bunch right there, but if you want a soup to nuts it for me, go for it, please. Well, Brian. I have no idea what's in Kyrie's head. You're gonna I wish you luck finding somebody who does. Um, I don't think he intends to retire. I think he intends to to try to sign a gigantic contract with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that team very well could be Dallas. As much as we look elsewhere, I think you know Dallas has a lot of advantages. Um, the thing about it is, I think you know the Nets, after having Kyrie for several years, were just unwilling to give him the kind of long term offer he wanted. And that's the challenge. I, I don't think the annual money is the issue with Kyrie. I think Kyrie is absolutely worth a single season maximum salary but if you give Kyrie a three or four year deal based on his track record that's a tough position to ask and the Lakers are going to show their hand Rich because they have to make some decisions by the end of June on a number of players on their roster they have a number of players who have options in their contract and you know none of them are LeBron James or or Anthony Davis um you know but they got to decide whether they're going to keep uh, Jared Vanderbilt. They got to decide whether they're going to keep Malik Beasley. They got to decide whether they're going to keep Mo Bamba. Now you may say, how could you talk about Mo Bamba when we're talking about Kyrie Irving? <laughs> how could you say that? Who cares about that? Well, <clears throat> Rob Plunkett came out at the end of the um, at the end of the season and said, we want to keep our young core together. We like the guys that we acquired in these trades, um, and we're going to keep them together. Now that could be posturing. He's not on the on the witness stand saying that. But if they don't, if they go out there and clear a bunch of cap room and they, you know, waive all these guys right before the start of free agency is we're required to do, then I think we have something that you're looking at. If they don't do that, then I think you're, I think it's a much harder road for Kyrie to have an option for the Lakers. And here's the other thing any discussion about Kyrie and the Lakers, his maximum salary is $47 million. Wow. And I believe that he can get $47 million. Maybe not for four years, but I believe he can get that. But the Lakers, even if they cleared all the decks, cut everybody that they could, they could only clear between 30 and 35, Rich. So any Kyrie-Laker dream would probably mean Kyrie willing to take a pay cut. Maybe he will. I don't want to assume. But that's important. It's not going to be apples to apples to what Dallas potentially can offer. So remember, the Dallas Mavericks can offer Kyrie Irving a five-year, $272 million contract. They have his bird rights, which means they can give him more money than anyone, including the Los Angeles Lakers, who would have to basically gut their franchise in order to get Kyrie Irving. And even at that point, as you heard Brian Winhurst on Rich Eisen show detail, they could really only give him up to, what, $35 million per season. So he would have to take somewhat of a pay cut if he wanted to make it work with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. The other factor with that is, whether it be Winhurst, Winhorst, it is what it is. I appreciate you, 469, helping me out here. But at the same time, what Brian is detailing, 469, is the idea that it's going to be very difficult for Kyrie Irving to find his way to Tinseltown, which if you're a Mavericks fan, if you want Kyrie Irving back going into the 2023 season and beyond, That should be music to your ears. But at the same time, not only do the Mavericks have to worry about bringing it back Kyrie and ensuring that they have what they need to to build around he and Luka Doncic, there's a matter of the number 10 overall pick in this year's NBA draft and what they will tend, what they may do with it. Tim Cato of The Athletic in his latest piece today, who can the Mavericks get if they trade the number 10 pick? He elicited some help from some of his fellow athletic beat writers who cover other teams, including the Toronto Raptors, among others, 
to put out some trade scenarios that will go over here. And let's see on the text line 877-811053 what you think about some of these trade scenarios and get your thoughts on that. Trade number one that he has, which is a less ambitious trade, but could be somewhat realistic. The Mavericks get in this particular trade with the Toronto Raptors. Chris Boucher, Otto Porter Jr. for the number 10 pick and Davis Bertans, to which I say, hell no. The reason why, look, I'm not giving up the number 10 pick to get Chris Boucher and Otto Porter Jr. Now, the contract of Davis Bertans, okay, let's see if we can get off of that at some point to be able to clear up some space going forward here. Uh, from the 940 KG, are we supposed to be okay as Maverick fans? That That is what we might have to expect next year is retread this year. Um, clarify that for me, 940. I want to know what you mean more by that because the Mavericks and what they gave up in Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a 2029 first-round, future first-round pick to get the rights to Kyrie Irving. You did what you had to do, and if you're the Mavericks, you should be all in and bringing Kyrie Irving back because of what you gave up and what your offensive ceiling looks like with Kyrie and Luka on the floor together, especially once they have a training camp together to be able to get the kind of rhythm that we saw at times for them, the high point being, remember, they both had over 40 points in that game against the Philadelphia 76ers, but you're wanting to see that continuity grow between those two, and you can only do that if Kyrie's back with this team and going through a full training camp, which is why the number 10 pick is so important to either find value there to be able to move it somewhere else to get a veteran piece to help you now, or you may be in a position where you may want to trade down in the first round. Maybe if Atlanta is feeling good about themselves and wanted to do some business with you, maybe a Clint Capella who you need in terms of some rim protection, a rebounder on both offense and defense, that could be something that you might be interested in. Another trade that you could be looking at that Tim Cato poses, which would be a little bit more ambitious and something that I don't think the Raptors would necessarily do, but we'll just go through it just in case you want to hear it. OG Ananobi, Thaddeus Young, that the Mavericks would get in exchange for Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green, and the number 10 overall pick in this year's NBA draft. From the Mavericks' perspective that Tim Cato writes, Dallas has to try for Ananobi, and this is the richest offer I can imagine them comfortably proposing to Toronto. The Mavericks are optimistic about Green's continued development, as they should be, but another forward another forward step next season still won't make him as impactful as Ananobi is right now. Now, from the Raptors', Raptors perspective, it would probably take a little bit more to go get LG Ananobi. If you remember, there were reports that there was a team, maybe the Knicks or someone else, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but there was a team that was out there that was willing to offer the Raptors three first-round picks, and Masai Jury and the Raptors said, actually, no, we're good here. And we're waiting on the Raptors to see what they decide to do with their franchise going forward. Are they going to continue to run it back with Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, while they build around Scotty Barnes, or will they finally blow the thing up and move on from there. Who knows at this point, they have the NBA waiting on pins and needles to actually decide to do that. So from the 972, they don't like that trade idea with Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green, and the number 10 pick going to the to the Raptors for OG Ananobi and Thaddeus Young. As I mentioned, maybe Atlanta 
feels good about their situation. The trade that proposes that's proposed here for some size, if you're looking for that, for the Mavericks. In this trade, the Mavs get Clint Capella and the number 15 pick in exchange for Tim Hardaway Jr. and the number 10 pick. I actually kind of like this deal. You look at what the Mavericks need, as I mentioned, some size in terms of rebounding on both offense and defense as a team that's not very good when it comes to second-chance points and their inability to get second-chance opportunities off of offensive rebounds. They need some help in terms of a rim protector and a shot blocker. Clint Capella could possibly do that for you. He made over $18 million this past season, and you still are able to keep a top 15 pick by exchanging the 10 and the 15 pick with the Atlanta Hawks there. I kind of like that one, given the fact that you're able to solve some need and maybe with the number 15 pick be able to find you a 3 and D player or another tall shooting guard that can provide you some length, some shooting, and have some upside as a defender, maybe like a Jordan Hawkins, for example, out of UConn. So of the trades that he has so far, I don't actually mind that one when it comes to the Atlanta Hawks and the Dallas Mavericks. Of course, we know a little something about the Atlanta Hawks and the Dallas Mavericks doing business together because you remember that one time that the Mavericks and the Hawks did business for, you know, Luka Doncic, and that worked out pretty well. That's right, 682. Remember what happened the last time we traded with Atlanta for the 972. Now that's a good trade that they would like to see. Clint Capella in the number 15 pick going to the Mavericks in exchange for Tim Hardaway Jr. in the number 10 pick. Now Hardaway is interesting because he has a descending contract, which could be attractive for teams. While, yes, there's inconsistency at times for him as a shooter, and we know that he can be a revolving door on the defensive end, there are teams that are still looking for veterans that can shoot the basketball. And if you're looking to put some of that around Trey Young, maybe you feel good about that if you're Atlanta and moving on from the number 15 pick and Clint Capella to be able to help out the Dallas Mavericks there. Um, from the 214, give me that Atlanta trade all day. We we win Atlanta trades again, going back to the history that was Luka Doncic and, of course, Trey Young and that faithful trade that, of course, we all know and love here. Uh, here's an interesting one here. The Mavericks get uh, Rashawn Holmes from the Sacramento Kings and the Kings get back uh, Davis Bertans in the trade. Rashawn Holmes, good player. Maybe Sacramento looks at Davis Bertans as a three-point shooter. Can help out there in terms of some bench scoring to help out Mike Brown and that team. Wouldn't necessarily mind that one either. But of all these trades that we've gone through so far, this is the best one that I believe sounds realistic, but also allows you to remain in the first round of the NBA draft, but solves a need in terms of some big man help. And you're able to move off of Tim Hardaway Jr., who's got a good contract that's got, you know, some value to it based on what you're seeing there and what other teams may look at when it comes to THJ and what he brings to their team. So, I'm in favor of that one. Of all these trades, I'm good with that one. Clint Capella in the number 15 pick in exchange for Tim Hardaway Jr. in the number 10 pick. Make it happen, Dallas. Make it happen, and then you can continue to build around Kyrie Irving, assuming he comes back for the Mavericks this upcoming season. From the 682, uh, what do you think we trade for Miles Turner? I would love to see Miles Turner in a Dallas Maverick uniform, but here's the thing. You got a lot to try and give up. There will be a lot for you to try and give up there. And I told somebody this earlier today. I said, look, Josh Green should not preclude you from making a move if you feel like that move can help you get better 
right now. As much as I enjoy Josh Green and his de development from the three-point line, the energy that he brings off the bench, good passer, Josh Green is not going to preclude me from making a move that's going to make my basketball team better right now. Jaden Hardy is somebody that I want to keep. Josh Green is something that I would love to keep preferably. But again, if I need to make that move for him, then I do it. And Miles Turner would be that kind of player that if I got to move off the number 10 pick and Josh Green to make that happen, I would do that. But you're going to have to get a whole hell of a lot more creative to try and get Miles Turner because of what he's got going on in Indiana. Uh, but those are some Mavericks trade offers by my man Tim Cato of The Athletic. And the Dallas Mavericks, of course, hold the number 10 overall pick in this year's NBA draft. We'll see what they do coming up here in a few weeks. It's to get right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Your man KG riding solo tonight here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers. Coming up next, I was hanging out at LTAs at the Star in Frisco. What I thought of what I saw of the wide receivers and this O-line combination throughout the course of the day. I'll go over that next on 105 through the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. To get right, we're Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Your man KG riding solo tonight here on your home of the Cowboys at Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. Really appreciate you joining me on Odyssey and the Odyssey at the text line 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation, I'm live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube and hit the subscribe button while you're there to check out all of our great content. For all of our shows here on your home, the Cowboys and Texas Rangers coming up in about 17 minutes. I got a little sports hodgepodge for you. Some of the best stories throughout the course of the day uh, that I'll get you caught up on here 
in about 17 minutes from the uh, 682. KJ, you're going to talk about the Rangers trade that happened. Well, I'll mention it here since you brought it to my attention uh, once again. The Texas Rangers did make a uh, did make a trade today. The Texas Rangers have acquired uh, left-handed pitcher Luis Valdez from the Los Angeles Dodgers in exchange for Ricky Venasco. Valdez, the 19-year-old, has gone 0-2 with a 3.12 ERA. Uh, over eight games starts with uh, Loe Rancho Cucamonga uh, this season. So striking out 24 of 83, 28.9% of the batters that he's faced. So a small trade, a trade nonetheless <laughs> for your Texas Rangers. Of course, we're looking for the Rangers to be able to find some bullpen help as the summer continues to go on. But yes, the Rangers did make a small trade today. They are off today as they get ready for a weekend series with the Seattle Mariners. The Rangers finally back to the friendly confines of Globe Life Field after spending a ton of time on the road. I'm sure they are excited to be back in Arlington, ready to get after it. One of the best teams in all of Major League Baseball. Again, that weekend series begins, of course, on your home of the Rangers, 105 through the fan. We also are your home of the Dallas Cowboys. Before I get to my OTA report, as I was hanging out at the Star today, checking out Cowboys practice. It is 50 to 37 with 250 left in the second quarter in Denver. The Denver Nuggets handling business right now. In game one over the Miami Heat as the Denver Nuggets right now have got 12 points from Aaron Gordon. Michael Porter Jr. has got 10 points as well. Jamal Murray heating up. He's got 13 points on 6 of 9 shooting for the Denver Nuggets. So right now they are handling business at home. Again, it is now 52-40 to with 2.14 left in the first half. I'll keep you up to date on everything happening in Denver throughout the course of the night. But as I mentioned, was hanging out at the Star in Frisco today. Let's talk a little Cowboys football here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys. And it was good to see practice today. I focused my attention on the wide receivers, and we'll hear from Brandon Cooks, who was on with the G Bag Nation here in just a little bit. But my goodness, if you are ready to see these trio of wide receivers with Michael Gallup. Brandon Cooks and CeeDee Lamb, you're going to be in for a treat this year because watching Brandon Cooks, the professional route runner that he is, getting in and out of his breaks with extreme quickness, and he is going to be a fantastic addition to this wide receiver room. Michael Gallup, who I thought had a terrific practice today, was able to high point the football, was able to do some things. Dak Prescott, one of the best throws of the day, hitting Michael Gallup in the back of the end zone on the left side for a touchdown. Michael Gallup looking awful springy, in today's practice, which I think bodes well for him as he's coming back from dealing with the torn ACL a couple of seasons ago and now coming into this season looking for a fresh start and going to be getting some veteran help from Brandon Cook. So if you're excited about this wide receiver core, you're going to be looking to have some fun with CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and of course, Brandon Cook's the new addition here. Speaking of Brandon Cooks, let's hear from him just a little bit. As I mentioned, he was on with the G-Bag Nation uh, let's go with cut number two with Brandon Cooks here. Brandon, is it everything you could have expected so far by being a member of the Dallas Cowboys? Take a listen. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's fun being around the guys, the, you know, the coaches. I've truly been, uh, you know, having a great time just being around a, a bunch of ball players for sure. So there you go. Enjoying his time so far with the Dallas Cowboys, a walking thousand yard receiver throughout the course of his career. He's going to bring leadership 
a professionalism. CeeDee Lamb talking about that to us after practice today about the things that he's learning so far from Brandon Cooks, and that is the professionalism that he brings and not only taking care of his body, but how to become a better wide receiver and how to utilize the skill set that he has. We'll go with cut number one here. Brandon, how long have you wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy now that you're actually here? <laughs> I think I was probably right there with you, but hey, you know, it all happens in due time. So there you go. Um, and all in due time. And of course, that time is now. Other observations, though, aside from the wide receivers, again, a fun group to watch, a tight knit group. Simi Fajoko, Jalen Tolbert, who, of course, are battling for that wide receiver four position, who can step in and be able to step up and take that spot will be something that we discuss not only throughout the course of the rest of OTAs and minicamp, but going into training camp as well when they go out to California in late July. So plenty of time to talk about that. Also, the offensive line. Again, the text line, 877-881-1053, if you want to get in on that conversation The configuration that I saw today when looking at the starting offensive line had Tyler Smith at left tackle, Josh Ball at left guard, Tyler Biotish at center, excuse me, Matt Farniok at left guard. No, I had it right. Yeah, Josh Ball at left guard, uh, Tyler Biotish at center, Matt Farniok at right guard, and Tyler Smith at left tackle. I think that's okay for now. Zach Martin wasn't practicing. When you look at Josh Ball at right guard uh, and Matt Farniak at left guard, this is what you're going to be seeing right now. So, again, as I run it down, because I want to make sure I had it right for you, Tyron Smith was at right tackle. Josh Ball was at right guard. You had Tyler Biotish at center, Matt Farniak at left guard, and Tyler Smith at left tackle. That was the configuration that I was able to see today. So, look. Zach Martin not participating in practice right now as he is on his way to Canton. But at the same time, you want to see this continuity for this team. We talk about all the time when it comes to the musical chairs, that the offensive line, that they don't necessarily want to play. Mike McCarthy not wanting to play fantasy football when it comes to this team. But Matt Farniak has got plenty of experience in playing at left guard. Chuma Odoga also going to get some time there at left guard as well throughout the course of this offseason. So as it is right now, your configuration that it appears based on what we're seeing in practice so far, Tyler Smith at left tackle, Farniak at left guard, Biotis at center with Ball maybe at right guard, and then Tyron Smith at right tackle while Zach Martin isn't practicing at the moment. So again, the best five that I would have, and Reg and I, we've talked about this on the course of the show, the best five that I would have, if you're going to tell me that Tyron Smith is going to be a part of your best five and remain on this roster. I want him playing at the best position where he's set to go to the Hall of Fame at, and that's at left tackle. While I understand for people who want to see Tyler Smith get started at left tackle, for him being the future at that position, not just going into this season, but beyond, maybe you want to see him start play left tackle right now. But for what you have in terms of your depth, and we talk about the position flex that all these offensive linemen have, their versatility, and their ability to play multiple positions on the line. I would have Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard, Biotish at center, Zach Martin at right guard, and then Terrence Steele when he's healthy and good to go at right tackle. You saw Tony Pollard and Terrence Steele working on the resistance cords today. When it comes to the their rehab and what they're doing, we heard from Tony Pollard today as well. The first time we had heard from him, 
since he injured his leg in the playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers. So to the 817, what about Steele? He was off to the side working and continuing his rehab, working on the resistance cords and bands as well as he's coming back from the torn ACL that he suffered last year. But it seems like he's getting on track. He was in uniform working out as this offensive line continues to gel and get the continuity that they're looking for to protect Dak Prescott. When you looked at what they were doing in 7-on-7 today, as I mentioned, the wide receivers were doing pretty well. And then also the offensive line was something that we were focusing on based on what this team has been discussing with the O-line. But back to Brandon Cooks, who again was part of this offseason where the Cowboys were able to acquire him from the Houston Texans and what he is going to be bringing. Uh, Let's go with cut number nine here. Is CeeDee Lamb, Brandon, ready to take it to still yet another level coming off his second team all pro season? Uh, no question. I, I think just the way, uh, like I said earlier on when I was asked, I mean, he's been electric since he, he got in the league, but last year you really seen him take that, that huge leap, and I think he's going to do that again uh, for many reasons, obviously, uh, because of how good he is, but also having other dogs around him uh, that can present him with those one-on-ones. And, you know, he get those one-on-ones, then, you know, the rest, the rest take care of itself. Yeah, C.D. Lance have an opportunity to eat, not just because he has now certified himself as a bona fide number one wide receiver in this league, but the attention that Brandon Cooks is going to garner, the attention that Michael Gallup, a healthy Michael Gallup, is going to garner as well. There will be plenty of one-on-one opportunities for C.D. Lamb to be able to make plays down the field. And remember, he can play in the slot, on the outside, can make catches across the middle, he is your complete number one wide receiver and really took that step last year looking to build upon that. And this is a man in CeeDee Lamb who has not distracted. When we talked to him after practice today, he's 100% focused on his task at hand and what he needs to do and is not worried about any potential contract extension, leaving that up to his agent to be able to figure that out because he is eligible for a contract extension. His fifth-year option already picked up going into the 2024 season he is ready to go and showed that throughout the course of today's practice from the 682. Do ACLs affect linemen like it does skill position players? I mean, look, you're talking about the get off from the line, your ability to slide from side to side, to be able to get downhill, to pull and to get out in front of your running backs, to be able to help guys like Tony Pollard. Yeah, ACLs are extremely important for these offensive linemen, but you trust Britt Brown in this training staff for the Dallas Cowboys, world-renowned training staff for their ability to help these players get ready to get on the field week in and week out. Terrence Steele, I think, is going to be fine. And once we get to training camp, and hopefully by the time we get to the regular season, he'll be good to go. And if not, the position flexibility that you've seen Tyron Smith be able to show at the end of last year, where at times he was okay at right tackle, I would prefer for him to be at left tackle. We know that he started his career at right tackle before eventually moving over. I want to see Terrence Steele reestablish himself there as the right tackle, not just of this year, but for the future as well as he's entering into a contract year. So a big year for Terrence Steele in this offensive line. But again, it was good to get out there at practice today to see the guys get out there and get their work done. A lot of energy at practice. Tristan Viscaino went six of eight in terms of his field goals. That's still a big thing for the Cowboys as well to try to figure out who their next field goal kicker is going to be if they want to bring in competition for him. All that remains to be answered throughout the course of this offseason. But the Cowboys back on the practice field today. It was fun to watch out there. Good energy in the building as the Cowboys continue their preparations for the 2023 NFL 
season. It's the Get Right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Again, your man Kevin Gray riding solo tonight here on the Get Right. The text line 877-881-1053. Appreciate the interaction here on the Get Right. Coming up next, though, i got a little bit of a sports hodgepodge for you, including the ticket prices for tonight's NBA Finals game and the whopping number that they were for courtside seats. I'll tell you next on the Get Right. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast roll out a little ludicrous on this uh thursday night i always continue to say that ludicrous is the most underrated rapper over the past 25 years Loot or something else, man. It's the get right for Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Your man KG riding solo tonight on this Thursday night, the first day in the month of June. Hard to believe we are already into the sixth month of the year of 2023. You can find me on Twitter at Kevin Gray Sports. Got a little sports hodgepodge for you coming up here in just a moment as it is halftime In the NBA Finals in game number one in Denver as the Denver Nuggets up by 17, 59-42 over the Miami Heat. Bam Adebayo's got 16 for the Heat on 8 of 13 from the field. But a balanced attack for the Denver Nuggets. Aaron Gordon, 14 points on 7 of 9 shooting. Michael Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr., as my man Reg would say. Uh, he's got 10 points, 7 rebounds. Nikola Jokic, <laughs> he's got 10 points, is a perfect 3 of 3 from the field. But, Larry, he's got 10 assists in the first half. <laughs> he's putting on an offensive clinic for the Denver Nuggets. Meanwhile, Jamal Murray putting on a show, 18 points in the first half, 8 of 12 from the field. Again, Denver clocking the Miami Heat, 59-42. At halftime, the Denver Nuggets, the number one seed in the West, showing why they have been the best team in the West all season long. Meanwhile, the eight-seeded Miami Heat 
trying to climb back in it in game one after taking or after the Boston Celtics, I should say, took them to seven games after the Miami Heat was up three games to none in their Eastern Conference final. Of course, the Miami Heat winning game seven on the road to set up their showdown with the Denver Nuggets. Again, down 17, 59-42 at halftime. Nikola Jokic, 10 assists in the first half. Jamal Murray, 18 points to pace the Nuggets. Jimmy Butler, just three of eight with seven points in the first half where the Nuggets shot a whopping 60% from the field in the first half alone. Again, I'll keep you up to date on everything happening at Ball Arena tonight for game one of the NBA Finals. A little sports hodgepodge, though, here for you here uh, on the Get Right as my man Reg is uh, celebrating his time off on vacation. Y'all make sure y'all say all the nice things about him while he's away. Okay. Uh, I got you covered 945 on the score of the NBA Finals, so hopefully you heard that there. Again, Denver up by 17 as the first, or excuse me, as the second half begins. Um, so last night, the news came out that Shannon Sharp decided he was done with FS1 and undisputed with Skip Bayless, which sent shockwaves throughout the sports media world because it's been a... A, a tumultuous run, if you will, especially as of late for Shannon Sharp. Yes, he has gained a lot of popularity and fame because of the show Undisputed. He's got his whole Club Shay Shay show on YouTube that's doing extremely well there. I think he got over a million subscribers now on YouTube uh, to Shannon Sharp for his Club Shay Shay show. But apparently, per front office sports, check this out, Larry. So... Undisputed, apparently, just it revolves around Skip Bayless so much. Like, we knew that, but we didn't know to kind of the degree to which the show revolves around him. Here's a quote from the uh, front office sports piece today detailing about what his next partner could look like and what they'll need to actually, you know, do. So the person said, quote, about Skip Bayless, you can't tweet about him, talk about him, anything. Or they call you into the office. Skip is not going to hire anybody who challenges him. And he's going to make the hire, end quote. What? So you can't talk about that man. You can't say nothing about that man. You can't even sound like challenge him at all on his own show. And he's going to be the one that makes the hire for FS1's Undisputed. Here's here's my main question. Who in the blue hell would want to work with that? Who would want to work with that? Because if I'm going to be on a show with Skip Bayless, and the idea here is for us to have some kind of semblance of debate, embrace debate, whatever they used to do on first take, and then Skip Bayless taking his talents to FS1 where he got the large bag to do it, I'm not working with Skip Bayless on any front. In fact... Larry, you got the audio in there. If Skip Bayless ever came at me the way that Skip Bayless came at Shannon Sharp in this particular clip, furniture move is happening. That's all I'm going to say. Playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. That's what you That's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Skip, I did well, what I, I did. I never said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Skip, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got what? three Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better way than you were. Skip, what I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, for I, don't, I don't take yeah. personal oh, shots. Time you time started it. Time out. 
You would take a personal shot at me. I so didn't take a you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just Go ahead. you disrespect him. It, it's just so. It so is, you would just you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no. support him. No, well, I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. At it. Have at it. Okay? Take off. Bro. I'm going to have at it because I'm going to have at you. Just so condescending, bruh. Mm. Furniture moving. I, I don't. We toss the tables, chairs. We're going full TLC on Skip Bayless in that moment. I don't care. It's uh, like if he if he can say that and do that to, like you said, a Hall of Famer, right? A kind of a guy that and Shannon Sharp that you know you don't want to mess with that on the street. Correct. I mean, who, who are they going to get in there? That's going to it's nobody. It's going to be a. Uh, a carousel of, of people probably, you know. <laughs> a bunch of rotating hosts. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. From the uh, 469, all it would take for them is 250 grand a year and they're in. You, that's all it would take for you to get there and sit across from Skip Bayless every single day of the week, 365 days a year. It's 250 grand? Mm-mm. No. I, I, I couldn't even put a number to what it would take for me to sit across from Skip Bayless. Maybe starting at what? Maybe six million, maybe seven million, to get me to even think about it, because I'm not putting up with that every day. Um, from the two or four, who would want to team up with Skip? Yeah, I have no idea at that point. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see here. From oh, shout out to the two five four. Got y'all on the airways down here in Walnut Springs, Texas. Keep bringing the heat, boys. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know how much I'm taking to do that as well. I don't like it. But, anyway, um, <laughs> for the 945, hell no. No matter the money. They're not sitting across from from, Skip Bayless, from the 832. Relax. They said that they should hire Troy Aikman to sit across from Skip Bayless. Troy Aikman would fight Skip Bayless on a daily basis. In fact, he wouldn't even be caught dead in the same room. And the funny thing is, Skip is that, that Skip, Skip's going all out for a person in Tom Brady that probably could care less. Don't give a damn about him. I I'm, I'm, I can say with 100% confidence that Tom Brady doesn't give a damn about Skip Bayless. And here he go, putting up for him all the time. Caping for Tom all the time. But whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> from the 214, it will be a Hall of Fame ass whooping from Shannon Sharp to Skip Bayless. <laughs> that's an elite text. You get you get the clap. That's a, that's an elite text. What do, you, what do you think that last show is going to be like? Oh, I hope that Shannon just goes for broke. I hope he lets Skip have it all. Have it all. What do you have to lose at that point, right? What, you already, you already, it's already out there. You're walking away. You're gone. I let him have it. That probably will be the highest rated show ever for FS1's Undisputed with Shannon Sharp on his last day with Skip Bayless. No, no and Fox, they're probably going to have it very, you know, very planned out. You know, that was probably part of the conversation in the buyout agreement. Hey, man, just saying. Um, as we continue our little sports hodgepodge here on the Get Right. Uh, so did you, of course, the NBA Finals game one tonight in Denver. Courtside seats, check this out. Courtside seats for game one of tonight's NBA Finals. Selling for more than 20 bands. $20,000 for 
for courtside seats game for game one. The average ticket for tonight's game one over $1,200, which is actually down about 36% from last year, according to front office sports. $1,200 get you in the building for NBA game final, uh, finals game one? No? Uh, He's like, nah. I, I ain't got it like that. Not for, not for a game one. <laughs> I, I dropped that kind of money for, you know, game five or game six when you think you. Oh, maybe out. a potential closeout game? Yeah, you yeah. might want to see, see some history. Okay. Not I can for, see that. Not for game one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that 214. Great job holding it down, KG. Appreciate that. Thank you. Again, live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas fan camp and on YouTube as well. Speaking of money, you see the SEC. Not only are they going to an eight game uh, schedule for their conference opponents in 2024 as Texas and Oklahoma get ready to descend upon the, uh, the SEC. You excited about Texas descended upon the SEC? You ready for that? I am, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, okay. like I said, you. They've had plenty. I don't want to say that they've had. The, the excuses are out the window at that point. You uh huh. You you had the whole age. Shout out to Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. That's right. And I'm just I'm just excited for. It's gonna make them have to step their game up. You know, I feel like they they've had it easy in the Big Twelve, right? And not not that they won the Big Twelve, right? Despite having it easy, but I mean, it's you got to you rise. I think you rise to the level of your competition. And in mm-hmm. Texas's case, they kind of went down to their the level of of competition that they were playing in the Big 12 and they just play to everybody's level because we've seen that they've been able to play you know with top teams they played and they kept up with with mm-hmm. LSU and yeah. I mean we've seen what they did with Alabama right I mean so they're fully capable of doing it it's just that they tend to rise to the level of of, of their opponent and unfortunately they've just kind of underachieved for the last several years <laughs> in the Big 12. So I'm excited where, hey, you know, every, you got to get up for everybody in the SEC. Yeah, there's you know? no weeks off. No they, days off, Bill Belichick, in the SEC. You know, those first couple of weeks, I mean, you're not – I mean, maybe that one week, week one, you're playing I don't know, Mizzou or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Where you can kind of take that week off. But <laughs> Really? Really, that's what you're doing? All right. I'm going to let that slide, Larry, since I'm hanging out by myself now. I'm going to let that slide, okay? Uh, but the SEC apparently is doubling its fines for storming the field. So when y'all upset Alabama or something, you know, in, in Austin or whatever, the first offense for storming the field is a $100,000 fine. The second offense, two hundred fifty grand For the team? For the, Yeah, for the school, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah for the school. The, 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 week, the week that we play, whenever we play A&M, we'll pay it. Pay it. Pay it. Wait, y'all still storming the field? For beating Texas A&M? Yeah, why not? They, they would they would do it for us? Come on, Larry. I, now, hold on. They now, would do it for now, us? Now, hold on. Now, I'm not from Texas, but one thing I do know and understand, TC, uh, Texas A&M theoretically is beneath the University of Texas. What y'all storming the field for if you beat Texas A&M for? And you're a Texas alum, so you should know better. To rub, rub it in their face. Do you hear the AD come out recently? Well, the first game that we play, it's, it's going to be an A&M. If it does happen, it's... It's gonna. Oh, happen. really? That's what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be an A and M. He's forgetting the last game that we played was an A and M, and how that went. All I know is that con artist and Jimbo Fisher stealing that hundred million dollars from Texas A and M need to quit playing, okay? And low key, the way things are going right now for Steve Sarkeesian, he's stealing a little bit of money right now from your program as well. The way things are going so far at Texas, at Texas, okay? He better be glad he got an Arch coming in there, ready to play some quarterback at some point. I'll tell you what. He's 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 brought he's started recruiting the quarterback. They've got a quarterback problem right now, and it's a good one. 
And so I can't I can't say that for the last, you know, three coaches that have been there. The the quarterbacks that they've had in there have just been very under underwhelming. So I'll give him that. <laughs> From the five one two. We ain't storming no field. I'm assuming that's a Texas fan. Some of them are not going to storm a field. Uh, from the 682, Kyle Field is garbage. Agree. <laughs> I'll do it by myself. It's fine. No, you won't. Don't do that. You're not going to storm. You are not storming Kyle Field by yourself. Yeah, you're right. That that fine is probably the way, my, the way my bank account's set up. Right. You, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope, I'm not going to spend the night in a, in a, in a jail at college A night station. in the clink by yourself. Because you decided to be a dummy and go storm the field. Don't do that, Larry. You're much smarter than that. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're much smarter than that. It's a little sports hodgepodge here on the Get Right. Reggie KG on 105 through the fans. Shout out to the 443. Thanks for holding it down. Easy listening as I commute home from Louisville with my son from basketball practice. Can you shout out my son Deuce, please? Well, what's up, Deuce? Hopefully you're hanging out with your, with your parent there and having a good time on the way back home. Appreciate you tuning in here. On 105.3 The Fan. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG. Your man KG holding it down solo tonight here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers. Coming up next, the best NFL team fits for these free agents. And is this Dallas Cowboy the most overrated at his position? We'll discuss it next on 105.3 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.